right, everybody, welcome to Last Choice Podcast. We are back live, and obviously lots of ridiculous stuff to talk about this week. Mainly, Activision Blizzard was acquired by Microsoft for $70 billion. 68.7. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, I'm a little bit. Everybody exaggerates. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to round up. I mean, it is $2 billion. Like, that's not... All right, one of our founders of Last Choice Network, uh, Mr. Ender, is here. Of course, our regular. And since Jay is out somewhere in Jamaica, we've brought in the good old Master of Shadows, Taylor Brown. Taylor, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Nice. All right. Just watching you get killed in PUBG earlier. Listen, it'd be nice if my teammates (laughs) cover me once in a while. Oh, and ranked Halo earlier today. It was very rough. Oh, I was, I was not having it in ranked Halo. At least you're not playing with flying cars in Call of Duty right now. Oh, nice. What is? Have you not seen I that? One. In there? I ha- I have not played. I told you, like I boycotted <laughs> it completely. Yeah, oh, um, yeah they, Stone Mountain was they, showing it. <laughs> he got, they got killed. He couldn't figure out where. And they were like, "There's flying cars," <laughs> and he just started laughing. Now, like for the time period, I would I would like get the aquatic car since they made such a big deal about having water on this map because we all cared about having water and splashing sounds when we ran around. But you can't really yeah. swim. Well, you can't swim. You can't go in the ocean, but it splashes. And you can't go in any water in the middle of the map. Even if you also don't slow down, there's no resistance to the water. That's true. You, you, <laughs> All right, so let's jump yeah. right into it. This could be a long night, so I don't want to. I don't want to go crazy. And we're going to try our best to be structured and not be all over the place. So, just your quick initial thoughts. Don't go into too much detail. We'll kind of break it down. I'll give you guys kind of the point that we're going to go. But uh, Ender, we'll start with you. Your first thought: You wake up, you get the news. Microsoft has acquired Activision Blizzard. What's the first thing that came across your mind? That's going to be a big antitrust lawsuit. <laughs> That's the first thing that goes through my mind. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna try to find a way to break this one up. Um, first the first thought was honestly like uh, not surprised. Uh, they had just made a big purchase with Bethesda earlier that year, and they seem to be putting a lot into uh, the gaming side of things. So uh, I wasn't surprised. Um, just seemed interesting and in timing with Sony saying that they are going to go to some form of Game Pass. So I thought the timing was interesting. Yeah. Shadow, your thoughts, your initial thought, you wake up. I know you actually are the one that called me and woke my ass up uh, <laughs> to tell me what was going on, and I was, like, trying to get my thoughts together. But your first thought when you saw it? That we might actually get a decent anti-cheat in Call of Duty, and we actually might see Call of Duty franchise turn around. But also I was... Excited that I'll never have to pay for another Blizzard game again. I can play them all on Game Pass Day 1. Playing Diablo 4 as soon as it drops would be amazing without having to pay for it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going to be honest. My first thought, uh, obviously I'm on PC. I'm Xbox. I don't hate Sony, but definitely my first thought was, F you, Sony, fanboys. That's- I, don't know. I don't know if it's an F you yet. No, it just it just made me it made me laugh towards the fanboys. Obviously, you know we're going to get into it here in a second. I, I don't really think it is really going to hurt Sony as much as it is. But let's let's jump into that. Kind of our first topic: the impact. Uh, you know, let's just go into the exclusives. 
What is your thought, Ender, on how Microsoft is going to handle the exclusives? Um, I, I I'm not I'm not sure. Like in, in my head, I think they're not going to do a lot different. Um, right off the bat, I think you're going to see everything on Game Pass. Like I just I just think I just feel like everything is going to go to Game Pass. Um, uh, because when you look at console sales um playstation and xbox are not top the switches yeah so like the actual selling of the consoles they're not winning but in all fairness uh, they're number uh, my, third. my question to you is that is that is that ps4 and ps5 and is it the xbox it's, it's, ones and the be, series and a, it would be because switch is both series generations x, x series x and x are bundled together so the newest generations. That's all I care about, new generations okay. here. But so Nintendo's they're, they're, still the old. The OLED is out. The OLED's out, and they're predicting that to be sold past that, and it still doesn't matter. That's their current gen. They're not getting rid of it. It's not going anywhere. Either. So that's what they're competing against. Um, they feel like the OLED's going to drive that even more. So yeah. I think if you look at where they're going with exclusives, the thing that Microsoft can do is games as a service. It's the direction they're going in is games as a service. So I think you're going to see everything they have go to Game Pass and you'd have to buy it on the other things. <laughs> so like if you want it on PlayStation, it's still over there. That's fine. You can get it. But you have to buy it if we already have it at that point. And it's not going to be a Game Pass type deal. So you I don't, think don't see think... anything that'll cross Game Passes. So Sony aside... Aside from Warzone, the the games as a service games, specifically like the next Call of Duty, can't, well, not the next one, but say three years from now, because the next two Call of Duties probably already contracted with PlayStation, and by the time this acquisition goes through next year anyways, it's going to be close to the next one. Do you Could you foresee three, four years from now, the campaign multiplayer for your typical Call of Duty game, not Warzone, become Xbox ecosystem exclusive? I don't think it's going to be exclusive. No, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to kill that money. I don't think they're going to kill that player base. I think in order to keep the games running the way they are, make the matchmaking the way it is, the cross-platform is what you need in order to do that. And let's think about it. Cross-platform for them, they kind of own the PC side too, and in, in, in that realm. So you know, I have Game Pass on my PC. That's where I play a lot of games and download them from. That's where Halo came from. Yeah. So at that point, I think you're not going to get exclusive. They're not going to be like, nope, you have to go into our ecosystem. Because why would you not just publish it there for 70, 80 bucks a pop knowing someone's going to buy it? Like, why not? It's, it's nothing different for you at that point. And you're not battling consoles. I think we got to get out of the thought of like they're going to sell consoles because the game's over there. There's going to be a battle between the services and who has more games in their service. Triple A titles are not the games that are going to get someone to sign up for the service. That's the game that's going they're going to sell skins on. And yep. they want to sell as many skins on as many platforms as they possibly can because that revenue is going straight to them, not Sony. All right, so I'll go over to you Shadow. Uh your thoughts on how Microsoft is going to handle the exclusives. You can bring in, you know, what they're doing with Bethesda. I would like to point out, uh, Ender, before Shadow Talks, is you talk about not pulling these games because they're going to make money. Microsoft has already said multiple times when it came to Bethesda, we don't need to sell the games on the other console because of Game Pass to make money. And, I mean, 
it's hard to say they're not going to pull these games off of PlayStation when they're already doing it with any future Fallouts, any future Elder Scrolls, and already Starfield. That was literally promised to be on PlayStation, campaigned to be on PlayStation, commercial to be on PlayStation, is no longer going to PlayStation. Obviously, when we talk about Xbox, it's going to... It's not like it's only on an Xbox console. It's PC, it's the Xbox consoles, it's the Xbox ecosystems, it's your cell phones, it's the cloud. Everything that's on Game Pass goes there, plus it's Google Stadia, uh, the Amazon service, all the Steam. They're not even pulling them from Steam. Literally the only place you cannot play an exclusive Xbox game now is a PlayStation console and a Nintendo console. So Shadow, your thoughts on how they're going to handle the exclusives, or if they're not going to make any at all. No, they're going to make exclusives. You're going to see probably the Diablos and Overwatches definitely be exclusive to the console. Call of Duty, maybe not, but anything else Activision that can revive old titles by Activision, that there's a lot there. Guitar Hero. Who's seen that game since they... Come on. They could bring that back and make that exclusive and really one-up it there and put some good, high-quality Microsoft ingenuity into it. (laughs) But... In this transaction, too, they acquired Battle.net via World of Warcraft. So now you can start really pumping games to PC and try to start creating your own type of Steam on PC outside of your outside of the uh, Game Pass. You know, I do see in the comments here, we've got uh, Spoon Coon says, I would love if they gave the middle finger swap as far as crossplay selection to PlayStation. Make them play against PC and give Xbox the option to play console only. Give PlayStation a dose of that for once. That is true. And a lot of these <laughs> cross-platform games, PlayStation always has the, the option to, you know, Warzone specifically, they can turn off cross-platform play, but Xbox and PC do not have the option to do that. Well, Xbox yeah, but have you ever can't. waited in one of those queues? Oh, I heard it's horrible, but it is <laughs> it is kind of funny. Yeah, it is it is kind of funny. They're the only ones that get it. Um, so I want to jump into that. Shadow, you brought up a good point, and I know, Ender, correct me if I'm wrong, you were a World of Warcraft player for a time. Uh, World of Warcraft. This one, I know, Shadow, off camera, we have gone rounds. You have your opinion. I have my opinion. They're, we're very passionate about our opinions. Um, mine is definitely coming from a point ender that I do not care. I'm just curious for the first time ever what Phil Spencer has said that every game owned by the Xbox game service will be on, will be on game pass and it will be available to everyone. And for the first time ever, in my opinion, we get to see an interesting challenge because world of Warcraft is a subscription based game. It might be the most successful subscription based game of all time. As far as I know, I'm not a huge MMO player. So you enter, feel free to correct me, but I'm very curious. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious your opinion on how is Xbox, how is Microsoft and Phil Spencer, how are they going to handle this? Are they going to kill the subscription? Are they going to put it on game pass? Could it come to console? And don't come at me with the, I've already read, there's plenty of controller API support already, so, and plus Xbox, you could put it on the Xbox console and say the only way to play it is mouse and keyboard. They have that support. So my I mean, I question to you is, what do they do? Um, it depends on if they want to do a money grab with the game, because the game is completely microtransactions right now. Or if they want to try to revive the game and make something awesome out of it, which they could as well. They want to microtransaction the game, put it on console, 
you know, get the get the controller support. Let everyone come in and buy every little pet and mount, and you know, buy as much gold as they want to, because you can buy gold in the game now and all their currencies that they want. And they can go ahead and like tap on the shoulders, which I'm surprised they haven't done now, and say, "Hey, Call of Duty, can you build us nine thousand skins for every single thing they have?" I mean, it's all there. Uh, it's it's pay to play already. If they're gonna keep that going. Sure, put it on everything that you have. Throw it on the Game Pass. But do you uh, put fine. it on Game Pass and leave the subscription-based service, or it, do you kill it? Do you kill the subscription uh, service, or do I, they not put it, it on? Game depends Pass? on if you can handle the revenue and keep the servers up. Like at the end of the day, if you're going to be making enough money off of that to keep all your servers running to what we think we are today, at the whatever the price of Game Pass is right now, fourteen ninety nine, which I think is the monthly subscription for, yeah, for Ultimate. You get everything, um, cloud, yeah, PC, Yeah, it's fourteen ninety nine monthly now for it anyway. So I, you just move it over to the Game Pass and you have uh, an option to do that. You grow your player base in the game. But are you growing your player base to sell more things? Are you trying to grow your player base in order to make a better game? This was by far the worst patch expansion they have ever had to the point to where I didn't even finish Endgame. I have played every Endgame. Regardless of how little I play, I have at least made it through the Endgame to see the end. I I haven't. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, The new patch is supposed to be fixing a lot of stuff, so we're the group that I play with is kind of reinvigorated. We're kind of leveling right now in the background to get ready for uh, whatever, whatever it is, nine... Two, I think, off the top of my head. Um, so, so we're waiting for that, but it was the worst ever, and they've continued to get worse. Um, my question is, uh, how are they going to do uh, classic? So, yeah. are you still going to pay a separate subscription fee for all the classic stuff as well? So, you, you have to pay for Burning Legion, and then I'm sure when Wrath comes around, you know they're going to make you pay for Wrath. Um, I, I'll be the first one to jump back on Wrath uh, when that if that comes out. But does it still come out? Like, do we still have that progression? I, I don't. I don't know. But I think WoW goes to the Game Pass, and they have an opportunity to make this game amazing again and take back over the space mm-hmm. if they're willing to put the money into the game and they're not just trying to use that game as a legacy historical money grab game to build something else down the road they're trying to do like a steam alternate or yeah. something like that. and uh spoon right now he says uh blizzard managed to kill the classic community as well split it too much i'm sure that they did they, they, a little bit they, i mean the second they said that they were going to have the monetization inside of it you knew it was getting split like you knew it was going to break at that point but i think any anyone that's been around knew they were going to do that and let's not. And the argument about the the whether it comes to console or not. The bottom line is, is if they do put it on Game Pass, maybe they don't say like it's a specific console. But if it's on Game Pass, it's on cloud, which you can access through your console. So I you're kind of like it's already there. I can't imagine. I can't imagine the backlash of the community in like a PvP arena setting with someone trying to play on controller in that game against keyboard and mouse. You will get crushed. Yeah, I mean, people not, are already gonna, but people are already doing it. That's what I read. Uh, I read to see if it was even possible. It, you, it's possible, but if you have to open up a scroll wheel, choose what you're going to do. <laughs> you have no macro capability. None of that. I mean, I have an entire mouse that's dedicated just to macros on the side for the game. 
But like, and like, just, like I said, that's you, just for my right hand. It's very easy for them to say there's no controller support. If you want to play on console, you have to plug in your keyboard and mouse, which they is it, sure. it is. I mean, they they could do that, I, and I don't like. I wouldn't care if it can if it can yeah. if the. I mean, at least it gives people. At least it gives people new access to play the game. Consoles can run it if they can run it, and they're not holding anything down. The servers can handle it. The game needs a player base. They were losing players fast. But I just don't want it to see. Here's the new microtransaction game that we're going to put inside of it. I don't want to see my, me log in one day and I go into uh, one of the inns and Candy Crush is in the background that I can play. <laughs> like I don't want to see that happening. Like it, it could. I mean, they could have been. They could have been. The do, they could have done that already. Oh, they do, but I just don't want to see Candy Crush in the game. Like they could put it in there. I mean, it would be cool to like. Have an homage to the Master Chief in there somewhere or something like that, just because. All right. Statue to Master Chief. Shadow. Yeah, be, we find <laughs> it. For some reason, we find it in some like uh, um, ruins that we didn't know existed because they just create new worlds over and over again. Shadow, your thoughts oh. on what they do here with uh, World of Warcraft? Well, I think my big argument was that the players that are wanted to play WoW already are subscribed and have WoW on PC. So I didn't see much of a difference coming to console. They probably will put it on Game Pass PC, and it might be cloud. I don't see it going cloud because it would be really hard on the cloud servers to push that game. Oh, no, but if it's on Game Pass, it's on cloud. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but... I didn't say it would be good. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't say it would run good, but that's their thing. But that's not... fucking two frames a second in fucking yeah. wow with all the players and abilities running at the same time oh for sure yeah yeah but you also have to define what on cloud means like are are we are we ho- are we hosting the entire game there are we downloading tons of content and we're just pulling certain data informations that we need there's a lot of definitions of cloud yeah so sure, and, right. and, and, and honestly right. I'm not that big of a fan of Azure Cloud anyway, so I don't know if they're going to be able to handle it. There's a reason why Blizzard did not choose Azure when they flipped the switch and they went with uh, Google at that time. So it's going to be very interesting to see how long it takes them to move this entire massive world off of servers that they don't own into Azure and make it still work. So that's a whole nother ball game there with with WoW and and a lot of the other, especially Activision. Activision is on Google servers. They have a deal with that. So now you have this whole transition move that you have to take and re-migrate an entire back end. Yeah. Things are gonna break. They're gonna be bad before they get better. Oh, Call of Duty is gonna be it's gonna be amazing on how broken that game's gonna become in Warzone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Which which is why the rumors of the uh Halo Battle Royale coming out now are very high. Yeah. I think you're going to see the other Battle Royales break and it's very funny when you played uh the newest attrition mode that all of a sudden they have a red ring circle that closes down on you in the game as you get closer and you have to kill people fast. It's interesting mm. that that all of a sudden just popped up in that mode when it was never there before. Yeah. So Shadow, your your thoughts? Is it coming to Game Pass? Are they leaving it on subscription service? What what do you think? I don't see any reason for them to pull it from subscription for now until they get all their transa- all their servers and everything moved over, which could take years, two years, three years, who knows? 
but it it won't move to Game Pass until they figure that end out. So it's going to be a long time before it, you see it on Game Pass. All right, so I want to kind of address the other craziness that's going on on the internet. Why, and Ender, we'll start with you here. Why is it, why is everyone losing their mind as far as the like crazy, spazzy fanboys trying to talk about how PlayStation is completely organic, they would never do this, they would never pull Call of Duty off of Xbox. Like people are like at like hate, like flipping out, like losing their mind. Why is it that Xbox all of a sudden has this narrative that they're just this evil company because they bought Activision? And let's not forget, Activision, and we'll get into the culture side. I want to talk about that after after this subject, you know, what's going on there. But they're basically, because of all that stuff, were, were to the point they were going to have to sell. So you got to look at, Sony probably didn't have the money to, to buy this, to be honest. And then you've got Tencent or Microsoft or Google, Amazon, Maybe Netflix, them, their whole, you know, Jay's on this Netflix gaming thing. So, of all those options, don't you, doesn't it seem like Xbox was the best? Like, you don't want Tencent buying this? The best time will tell. I, I, I don't know. Like, to say, is this the best option for them to buy it? No, but are they the ones that had the cash to do a cash deal on a company that's trying to get out of the way? Yeah. I think. My biggest issue here is I truly think they overpaid. Like, yeah, forty percent timing. Forty uh, percent the over there. This, well, they're over fifty percent of what they have in the bank. Yeah, like they have a hundred. I think it was one hundred and thirty billion dollars that they had. They're paying, you know, the the sixty eight per sixty eight point seven to it. Um, now that's not all going to be at once and it's going to be over time and different, different ways that they do that and breaks down to different assets. But I think they overpaid because I think the Sony announcement and rumors of a game pass deal made them jump at this faster because if Sony gets this off the ground, they're already going to start taking a lead. They could be looking for other things. And I think they jumped the gun to try to get ahead of that, train and get bigger news in there because we haven't even had the Q4 fallout yet. Yeah. I mean, they dropped 30% in the last year. Yeah. Blizzard I mean, Activision and, and stock options. So we haven't even had Q4's announcement and, and, and numbers release. They just wait another month. <laughs> You're going to drop some more and the price is going to get better. Yeah. No, so chat- there is something driving this quickly. Well, Chad is saying it was never going to be cheaper with the Blizzard scandals, though. And and I here, let me jump in. This is reported by Ryan McCaffrey from IGN. Here's how the sequence of events happened. Uh, obviously, we can talk about the the moral issue here a little bit, but with uh, what's what's the guy's name? Cot Kodik or whatever his name. Kodik. So what they found out is that Kodik was trying to buy, like. BuzzFeed and Kotaku, and he was literally going to buy these news sources, change the narrative to spin it in his favor. Word got out to like Sony and Microsoft and a few others. And Microsoft, initially people thought, well, Microsoft must have been working on this forever. What happened was, is over the holiday break, once Phil Spencer and Microsoft heard about this, Phil Spencer put a proposal together very quickly, went straight to uh, the top, the heads of Microsoft and said, this is the proposal I think that would work. Uh, I think Tencent was also working on something. And they presented it, and they had to sell it. And I think what happened is basically Coda got outed, and he, you know, 
realize it's getting worse and worse and worse. And Activision basically got to the point where it was like, they're going to have it. They have to sell. Like, it's over. Like, cat's out of the bag. It's over. That's kind of the story that's going on. That's why it came together so quickly. Uh, I, I agree. I do think Microsoft probably overpaid, but we also don't know what maybe Tencent or somebody else had offered. It's not like we, we know for a fact that someone else offered $50 billion, so Microsoft upped it just to, to shut the door. Well, I mean, they, they, they added a 43% premium on top of the price, so you yeah. can look at it. It was a 90, was 90, what, $5 per share on top of that, and it was a 43% increase to it. I can't imagine anyone else being able to get that number, which tells me that they overspent on it. So, so, like, so like that, that tells you right there at a 43% plus evaluation on a company that's dying inside of lawsuits. Okay. Yeah. You, you are overpricing yourself out of the market when your next competitor cash in hand can't even do half of that. So why the, why the hate then why the, the utter just screaming at the, at the top of their lungs from, from Sony people, Everybody, ev- everyone, afraid. Hates, everyone hates the guy that's getting bigger. And doing things. I mean, at the end of the day, Microsoft is still third behind Tencent and Sony. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're talking about an emotional response versus let me go look at the numbers and see how well this fear. But where's that emotional response from Sony? Sony, these now again, I'm talking about the extreme Sony fanboys, not every Sony person. Where's that emotional response when Tencent's been buying up? How come they keep acting like they're not buying anything? But not only are they pay is Sony paying for exclusives to be off of other platforms because they can't buy the whole developer. But as soon as they keep claiming that we don't buy anything, but everything they own, they've bought. It's the exact same thing. Do I care? I don't care when the... (laughs) It doesn't matter what Dallas does. I don't like it being from Washington. Even though my biggest rival is the Eagles and they're closer. I could care less what the Eagles does. I just don't like this thing. It has nothing to do with anything other than I'm not going to like them. And then I choose that. So whatever they do, I don't like. So it has just nothing to do with so anything background else noise. other than there's one side or the other. It's just, it, it just is what it is. I'm just not going to like it. Uh, Shadow, your, your take on this uh, Sony versus Xbox. And, and like I said, you know, when Sony makes something exclusive, it's literally just on their console. When Microsoft makes something exclusive now, it can literally be played everywhere except a, a Sony the, console uh, or Nintendo. I think a lot of the fanboys is just a knee-jerk reaction to seeing what was happening and just not liking it. Like They're like, oh no, Microsoft's getting bigger. We hate Microsoft. They got bigger again without actually looking at what was going on. Like We had someone in our Discord kind of have the same knee-jerk reaction to it too. And kind of threw that in our faces that we were monopolizing, yet they didn't look they at the numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they didn't look at the numbers and realize They only that. hit number three. Yeah, Sony's still number two, 10 cents yeah. number. If anyone's trying to monopolize, if anyone is honestly trying to shut everyone else out, it has been Tencent lately. Tencent. If Tencent oh, yeah. had their way, I mean, they've even bought small percentages of almost every company. Tencent still owns a very small percentage of Activision Blizzard, even though Microsoft owns it. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily think Sony's end game when they buy up, even if they buy up all these. Yes, I know they're not. They're not Bethesda. They're not ZeniMax. They're not Activision, but they're still buying up studios. They bought five last year. I don't think Sony's necessary, necessarily trying to end Xbox. I do think there's, I mean, 
I, I, I'm never going to sit here. You would to, destroy the market. You, it would like, kill you it. Need the competition. I, I don't want my. I'm a. I'm a huge, obviously, a Xbox fan, but I still love the Sony games. I think some of their games are the. I mean, some of their single player games are the best we've ever had in the history of video games. And well, if, if they were too. to lose, if we were to lose Sony PlayStation and their studios. We then we wouldn't have a, a Halo. Halo got better for the first time in a long time because of how good Sony has been doing. It forced them to slow down, make a good campaign, and hit the nostalgia part of it. Plus, bring in new players, and they did that. If Sony wasn't around, we would lose that. Well, look at it this way too. So, a lot of these developers, they'd be like artists in the musician world, right? They're like your artist. Well, they can try going out solo and just taking in all the money. But then they start failing, well, then they can take a pay cut and sign on with a label, and that label's going to push money into them and try to get them bigger and get them shows and get them out there, get their name out there. It's kind of like what's happening here. Like, Activision was kind of going downhill. We bought them up. Now we can start bringing them and rebuilding them. Yeah, they're going to take a pay cut overall, Activision will, but guess what? They'll be better in the end, no matter who bought them, because they were failing hard. They, um. I'd even say the same thing with Bethesda. Bethesda's games are kind of going downhill. Like, 76 was awful. Just straight awful. <laughs> I tried playing it back when it first came out. It was yeah, bad. I wanted to like it. It was awful. At I first. was it's, excited. It's not bad now, but... Um, like, their games had been going downhill. And now they got them on board. They got them back to, uh, with another company that also makes games just like that with Obsidian. You can throw those two on board together and make a good game again. Back Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> yeah. You can do it again. Come on. I mean, they have, you know, and we're not just talking about, yes, they acquired Activision, Blizzard, and of course, Call of Duty always comes to mind. World of Warcraft comes to mind. You've got King with Candy Crush and a lot of mobile space. They also acquired a lot of mobile games and publishers when they brought on ZeniMax. They have, you know, between the two of them, they have one of the biggest mobile gaming platforms of all, and a lot of us, you know, I know us, we don't play a lot of mobile games, but those bring in a lot of money. Candy Crush brings in an absurd amount of money. Yes, well, King, King in general. Mm. Like, yeah, be honest. So people publish games. Correct. Yeah. No, th- talking about those smaller <laughs> studios, Bionics and all that. Uh, Shadow, we'll start with you. the The fact that they've acquired these, basically, what Activision Blizzard has done for the last year and a half don't make any more games help call of duty don't make any more games help build call of duty don't make any more games help build call of duty they've done it with all their smaller studios what's your hope with microsoft buying them as far as the future of all those studios besides the call of duty i hope they let them work on some of the other with some of the other studios that microsoft has i don't see them completely taking those studios out either to help out other smaller companies outside of the Microsoft world. Because just like with what happened with, uh, what was it, uh, People Can Fly and mm-hmm. um, Square Enix, where Phil Spencer backed People Can Fly when Square Enix didn't want to pay him for the game that People Can Fly literally built. All Square Enix did was publish it for him. Yeah. So I, I, I see that they'll let some of these, like Bionics, and then maybe help out some smaller companies with a little revenue cut to try to help those companies out, but it still helps Microsoft out in the long run because you'll be able to throw them on Game Pass at the end. What about you, Ender? Any hope on new IPs, re-bringing re- back some old IPs? you think Microsoft is going to help restore uh, the, 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 some of those smaller studios away from Call of Duty? 
I think you would be dumb not to try to think about it, but I think you're also going to have to look at when the timing is right because you have a lot of issues right now with your AAA titles that you're getting in. You got you. So, like, when I was thinking about this, I was kind of like writing it down. I'm like, let me think of all the things that that Microsoft has to do now. You know, one, they have to change an entire culture of a company. Mm-hmm. So, so like they got to bring all these guys in. They've got to fix all the issues that they have internally from that. They've got to revive aging franchises. Like hands down, they've got to revive. Wow, they got to revive Hearthstone. No one's talking about it. Like they got Hearthstone, which is dying in the player base, but a big revenue maker. You know, buying packs of cards is buying packs of cards. So they have that that they can they can renew, and they have a whole new group of cards that they can bring in and different things they could do with that game if they want to expand a little bit out of Blizzard's universe and into something else. Um, they also have to uh, halt the loss of their monthly active subscribers. They're losing people all the time. WoW's losing people. Um, you Call of Duty's losing people. They're just losing people to the games overall. Um, the next thing that they have to do is they have to get Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 launched. They actually have to get them out the door. They can't just buy these things and shelf them. Okay. They got to go revamp all of those two things. There's a qu- you bring Warzone. up you bring up Overwatch. They I have to fix Warzone. If they bring <laughs> out if they bring out an Overwatch 2, is it Xbox ecosystem exclusive? I don't care, but Master Chief better be in it. what's his much is special throwing sticky grenades nothing because it's just fun (laughs) I just I just want Contra to pop up and talk to me that's it because they just make great they just like I mean I love Contra's like little quips that she makes while you like pick up rockets (laughs) it's just great all right fantastic so and then they have to fix Warzone. So you think they're going to care about bringing back Guitar Hero when they've got to do all of those things in the first five years? No, probably but not. You can see them down but, the line. but it's going to be down the line. They're going to have guys that are ready to work on it. They're going to integrate into that. And you're also talking about a company that can compartmentalize. They're used to owning other companies. They know what it's like. And at the end of the day, as much as you hate Microsoft, if, if the world hates them, they make software. It's what they do. You may like the software. You may not like the software, but they know how to build software. You are not taking these development companies. And people are, when you brought up Amazon, Amazon's not the right place for them to go because Amazon sells products. They don't build software. They build infrastructure. They don't build software very rarely. So it was a great place for them to go because it's a software company that knows how to build software, that has the right guys there, and knows how to pump out uh, enhancements and changes and get things back on track. They're technical program managers in that company. I work with a lot of them in my own job, um, are fantastic there. So they're going to be able to jump onto this, get them back on track, and release things. What that timeline looks like all depends on how things really are and no one's going to know that until they start integrating them into it but that's the list of things that i could come up with that they have to do before they ever think about revamping anything at that point or it's a failure and if it's a failure it's bringing down all their other stuff now too because the stinks on them anything else to add to that shadow 
No. Pretty good on that. Like, like you said, there's so much they have to do before they can even think about revamping anything. Like, with that... Get through the with, antitrust lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, that too. It might be three years before we ever actually see this merger go through. Maybe. I don't... I Actually, I, I don't think they're going to have any issues with that, to be honest. I, I don't think there's any... I don't think we're nearing any kind of monopolization or, or anything like that. I think Microsoft's too smart to... If they thought they were going to have issues with that, I think, Ender, you said recently their lawyers are a heck of a lot smarter than a lot of other lawyers. I don't even think they make this announcement if they're not pretty certain it goes through. But I do I think some of the wording Phil Spencer has made, um, you know, everyone wants like, oh, Bobby Kotick should be gone. He should be gone immediately. Uh, they, they don't own it yet. No, they, they can't say gone. anything. He, He'll definitely he be gone. No, he announced today. Oh, did he? When the merger When the merger goes through, he'll be stepping down. So like that, that was something that okay. his side said today. Um, don't don't 100% quote me on that because it did come through a not the greatest source in the world. Yeah. So that could not be. <laughs> I mean, New there, York, but the New York Twitter, Twitter or whatever said, I mean, said end, that he'll be gone. Day, it's Twitter. Like, I mean, there's some guys on Twitter that I follow that are normally right. I'm not going to mention any names just in case they aren't. But they're saying he's stepping down um as soon as that merger goes through and from what they're hearing is that the payout is astronomical it is like here is your bonus you're going away yeah okay now it's part of this deal i don't want to dismiss our chat we're going to go slightly off topic i think it's it's right now we sound like probably a bunch of xbox complete xbox fanboys but i do have someone of course of course john meserve is in the chat and he once again he says mega man 2 for nes that's as far as he goes he's always he's always touting the mega man series um he loves it I do know he's Mega a bit Man's of a Halo. Play. Mega Man is on Game Pass, a so win for Xbox there. Um, but Brett <laughs> Hawley says he wanted to know, what is our favorite game on Xbox and what is our favorite game on PlayStation? Or do we do we enjoy one? Do we enjoy both? Or do we just prefer certain types of games over the others? Um, I'll go first. I mainly play Xbox. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I play a lot of multiplayer games. I play mostly cross-platform games. One of the biggest reasons I have an Xbox over a PlayStation, it is literally comes down to the fact that that's where my friends play. I love the games on PlayStation. I actually watch a lot of uh, Let's Plays on God of War, Last of Us, because I don't own a PlayStation, and I think those games are brilliant. I, I love those games, but I don't want to spend $500 on a console just to play one or two games. Um, it just it just kind of is what it is. I, I just don't have the time to sit down and play an 80 hour game. You know, I love red dead redemption. I love some of those games and I didn't even put the time into that. I own cyberpunk on PC and Xbox and I haven't even got out of the, the, the two hour uh, beginning. But um, again, Did I, you I, I before you got out of it. No, no, no run. It, I, Cause I, I had a series X. It. Yeah. I had series I X when I first started it. playing it and now I have PC. It runs great. Oh, it but almost I, melted my PC. So that I had to get, so if I had to pick a PlayStation game oh. that I think is my favorite, it would definitely be uh, the last of us. And then my favorite Xbox game, hands down, is uh, Mass Effect. And I know a lot of people say that's cross, you know, across, but it, the original one was an Xbox exclusive back in the day. And those are uh, hands down two of my favorite games. But uh, Ender, we'll, we'll go with you first. Uh, you, you already said my PlayStation 1 is The Last of Us. Um, I think that's there. And God of War. I think they're right next to each other because when that first came out i remember when god of war came out me and uh my best friend i think we we went and bought the game sat in his basement until we beat the game like it was like we didn't stop it was it was just wonderful the first time that came out and then for uh, xbox it's fable 
It always has been, always will be. Like Fable is hands down my favorite it's Xbox a, game. It's um, right up there for me. One too. of the one of the one of the only reasons why I bought an Xbox, I was a PlayStation fan all the way through because of Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Like Gran Turismo was my game. I played it, loved racing games. And then when Fable came out, or I I should say, when Fable 2 came out, I got introduced to Fable 2, and I went back to the first Fable and was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, And then I've been on Xbox ever since, you know, Fable 2. Uh, and you know, that's in the works. That's still got to come out here. Yeah. So. And you're primarily, yeah. so for the audience knows you're primarily a PC player first and consoles no, when you have just to, or? recently switched over to PC. Okay. So like, well, let me rephrase that console player for everything, but world of Warcraft. So like I did everything on console and then world of Warcraft, I couldn't. And that's what started to be getting over there. And with, uh, you know, game pass, bringing the games to, a console to cross play I, and just the power of the machines now and um, being older and being able to put some of my own money into them and not costing me everything like the consoles I bought were because they were cost effective next to buying a PC mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, so that's why I bought the console and I could play on there. And what about uh, now? Now it's uh, this, the whole streaming world like we wouldn't yeah. be doing this. If we, yeah, <laughs> it's very true. Uh, for you, uh, Shadow. I, I, back when I used to play PlayStation, way back when, Resistance. Loved that game back in the day. No one probably even remembers it because they haven't made one in so long. That was like, what? PS2 was the last one? One. No, two. <laughs> if was the last if one. Call of Duty goes exclusive yeah. to Xbox, it might come back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they won't have a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love Resistance back in the day. That was probably the last time I actually played PlayStation. I do love the look of their exclusives. They've done a really good job with all of them. I can't hate on them for what they put the product that they put out on those because they're all really good, clean-looking games. Um, oh, wait, before have- before you finish, I want to give Brett a chance to defend himself. So he says, nice, yeah, we have PlayStation. He plays a lot of NHL. He's an old buddy of mine. He, he loves NHL. He's a huge Nashville, Nashville Predators fan. Uh, plays a lot of NHL, of course, but GTA is fun online. The kiddos enjoy playing Lego World games and such. Since we moved down the road in a new place, he have not been able to hook it back up. So my question to you, Brett, everything you just mentioned is what we give Jay on our podcast and our group a hard time. He's the only one that played on PlayStation. And all he played is cross-platform games. Everything you just mentioned could be on both. So why do you still pick the PlayStation over the Xbox? I, and you probably play a lot by yourself, but it, it just just my my curiosity to you. You had an option to get a Xbox Series S for two hundred dollars less than a PlayStation if you get a new PlayStation. So I, I would love to know why you, you pick one over the other. Uh, Shadow, go ahead. And I'm, I gotta go with Halo and. Fo- and Gears of War, because I've played through all of them so far. Both of those games have just been good to me. Um, Halo, though, struggled through 4 and 5. The story kind of broke and just wasn't as good, but Infinite has really brought back that story element to Halo, and it's just good. Really good open-world game. I can't mm. wait to see that expand out with some DLC on it. Let us get some more exploration in. Expand on that ring a little bit. Maybe and- drop the Doom guy in there. Yeah, you could drop Doom Guy in there, but uh, it's not really a fair fight because Doom Guy is powered by a god. <laughs> Where Master Chief's just a guy in armor, yet Master Chief doesn't. has a higher hey higher Captain, and then Captain Price, alive. Captain Price could come in and help that help out the Master Chief. Hey, 
Hey, hey don't Master forget about Chief Ghost. Get the highest highest kill count out of Ghost all characters. <laughs> I think his kill counts at like two point six billion right now. <laughs> is what Master Chief's kill counts out because of all the rings he's destroyed. High charity. That guy's killed a lot of people. Mass genocide <laughs> for him. <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, Brett, worst warlord. <laughs> Brett did answer oh, family yeah. members have PlayStation. A few buddies have it. So same really, really comes down to the same thing. You know, if you're a casual gamer, you're pretty much going to play where your friends play. It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, like for me, we, I always went Xbox for two reasons. One, I had more friends on Xbox when it first came out for Xbox live. When it first, when when live first came out, and then the other thing for me is I hate PlayStation controllers, oh. hands down. Like hate their feel. I don't like the way they're designed. I I cannot stand them. So like an Xbox controller has always fit better in my hands. So I've always used them. My argument to the reason that the Xbox controller is the 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 goat of controllers. Is if the PlayStation controller was the goat, then the largest, the the most, the biggest selling console maker, Nintendo, wouldn't have a pro controller that looked like an Xbox. It would look like the PlayStation controller. Because if you Xbox. build an ergonomic <laughs> controller, you build an Xbox controller. <laughs> yeah, like, like why everyone that was one of the biggest things is like, oh, Xbox didn't change their controller. I'm like. Because nothing was wrong with Brett, it. Brett says, he's on Facebook, he says, I get it, controllers are can be game changers. And some guy named Jay Noller says, F you, PlayStation controllers are still superior. I mean, I doesn't love to have, have, a, I love to have, have all Xbox? that. Aren't you in Jamaica? Go back to work. At the end yeah. of the day, for all these, well, well, I, listen, it's great to have all that haptic feedback and all that. But if you're only going to play multiplayers, a.k.a. Jay Noller, uh, you the first thing you do is turn off vibrations turn off rumble. and rumble yep. everybody that's the first thing they do you don't want your controller bouncing all over the place you're not trying to like feel the, the different trigger pulls on the 16,000 different guns in Warzone. so uh, that's always my laugh to that but I do think they have a lot of cool features and of course I'm sure Xbox and Nintendo will probably add a lot of those features no one has cooler features in their controllers than what Nintendo they always seem to pack a lot of things and, and just the sensory uh, feels and all that it's it's amazing what they do but I don't want to get too far away from this Activision Blizzard Microsoft stuff. Let's let's go a little bit back. Uh, one of the biggest things we did talk a little bit about Kodik, and you said he is stepping down. But the the with Microsoft coming out and, and purchasing them, a lot of people are upset, and they're saying that Microsoft just enabling him. They're giving a big parachute. They should have stayed away if they wanted to change the culture. Is what's going on there Microsoft's problem? Should they have refused to buy them if he didn't? St- you know, what's your take on that? Windows, like I, I think. I'll try not to get too political here. Um, I think we live in a time period now that is very sensitive to these type of issues. And they go a little bit crazy when you hear about the, and I'm not saying there's anything good with what happened. One, the purchase of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft confirms everything is true. Because this guy wouldn't be offloading his company if he was actually going to win any lawsuit that is coming against them. So one, you have validated everything everybody's saying. The second piece here, and I have to use a sports reference, is how often do you see when there's a scandal or something happens to a player, they end up getting traded and moved out. So everyone gets a fresh start. So everyone's saying, oh, they're enabling us. No, they're not. This guy's never going to work anywhere again. 
did he build one of the largest companies out there for the gaming industry? Does he deserve the amount of money that he's going to get paid? Yes. He built an amazing company. Is he an asshole and a terrible person? Yes. And everyone knows it now and it's been exposed. So he will never work again, but I can't take away everything that dies done beforehand and the company he's built and the games he's built and all the stuff he's done because of this issue here. Now I can make sure he doesn't work in the industry again. Taking his company from him is a way of doing that. So if anything, Microsoft is speeding up all of the issues that this company is having to get resolved. And they're giving everyone a fresh start. Now, I hope all, all of these lawsuits aren't going to go anywhere. But they actually might have a chance of getting resolved before this guy declares bankruptcy and doesn't give anybody anything. And it's just tied up in paperwork. So you might see these things get resolved faster. I feel terrible for everything that happened to everyone in that company. And, and, and when there's a culture like that, there's nothing you can do. Um, if you, if, if anyone listens to like Jocko Willick, he was a Navy SEAL. Uh, a lot of his podcasts where he talks about when the commander's bad, the units become bad. And it's hard to change that. And while a lot of times what they have to do is wipe everything out and start from scratch. You don't want to, but it's what you have to do. So Microsoft is actually, I think, speeding this process up and is going to help everyone get into an environment that's not as toxic as what they have now. I hope. I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't know how Microsoft is going to clean it up or what they're going to do or all of that. I just know it's the first step is this buying of the company. And if you go to sports or if you go to anything, no one ever makes a big change until something's going wrong. You don't just get rid of that guy because you want to get rid of that guy, especially if they're a superstar. Mm -hmm. It's normally a scandal or an issue Antonio where you Brown. need a clean slate, a slate from them. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Antonio one. Brown. Yeah, a good example. <laughs> like, you, don't, like, I, you don't normally see it unless something's going wrong. So, Shada, your take yeah. on your your take on, you know, how Microsoft, you know, stands on this with the whole morality oh. issues and the culture and. Microsoft now should really start doing their own internal on them and really start trying to figure out who else who else was making this company that way. Start you start you work your way ground floor and work on up and you you find the people that have been doing this at that company and you get rid of them. You yep. get them out of your company. And it'll happen fast. I know a lot of people that oh, work yeah. for Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is is a is a very clean company for us at the size that it is. Um, I've done a lot of work with them over the years. Um, and, and they, they will clean this up. I think that is, it, it, that you kind of got to look at, at the top, um, the top group of guys. A lot of them don't have a lot of scandals on them. I mean, I don't know of any really, um, but they can't afford it. They'll, they'll get, they'll kick someone <laughs> just, to the curb very quickly. Yeah. Just all the or they can afford to cover games. it up better. Like, I, guess, <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I don't see, I don't see a world where this doesn't get cleaned up. Um, and I see a lot of people getting laid off a lot of severance packages handed out, um, of just like, you know what? I'm sorry. You're just going to have to move on. Um, and you're going to see the visions gone. Like it's not going to be, it's not going to be one or two people. It's going to be whole groups, you know, of people that are going to be out of here. Cause this is a top to bottom issue. It's going to be 
There's no, there's no executive that's going to be able to get through this because at the end of the day, the, when you get, when you get bought out by somebody, you get an honorary title. You're not the chief of whatever you used to be. You don't have that anymore. You're going into a place where there's people above you now. And, and they're going to know and they're going to have that feeling and people are going to start talking to them of like, hey, this is what was really going on because they're going to feel comfortable and they're going to have new people to go talk to. They're going to have new HR representatives. They're going to have new everything that wants to help them and clean this up because I guarantee there's internal memos going around Microsoft right now of like, here's where we stand on this and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and they're going to clean that up. And, and I, I can't wait to see that because we can get back to making games and, and making them great and seeing all of the different stuff we can do with it. But first, we've got to clean this up and get the bad eggs out. All right. So I want to kind of transition this back to gaming. Something I heard, I, I never looked at it this way. I know that PlayStation recently announced they're working on a competitor to Game Pass. And there's a lot of argument on whether or not they will put their big games, The Last of Us, The God of War, day and date on their Game Pass style service the way Xbox does. I mean, you're talking two years from now, every Call of Duty going forward, everything I knew, the World of Warcraft were back and forth on, but the overall, everything, Activision, Blizzard, Bethesda, everything in the Xbox umbrella comes out day one on Game Pass. And that's going to stay that way for supposedly ever at least as long as until god help us when phil spencer leaves and we don't know who takes over xbox but my question to you and, and this got brought up on ign uh on either their i think their uh, game scoop or ign unlocked they talked about it may have even been the playstation uh beyond um what does playstation do with this game service you you look at netflix and hulu and all these different streaming services for movies and tv shows one, you know, Disney Plus came, so they pulled everything Disney off of Netflix. Then you've got Hulu, so for six months, uh, certain movies on Netflix, and then six months later, it's on Hulu. And and I think in the in the movie industry and in the TV industry is what they were saying that it kind of works. But in the game industry, who's going to want to deal with the fact that you know you're you're Rockstar, so your your GTA game, and you say, all right, it's going to Game Pass for six months. So Sony's like, well, we want to bring it on our service. Well, sorry for the next six months, it's on Game Pass. Well, now it's going to be on the other service. These these third party games just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's it's not really a that's not really a successful thing in my opinion for games. You're you're taking these communities, completely ripping them apart, putting them on free on another console, and they're back and forth. Obviously, Xbox is bringing a huge amount of IPs now that they're basically going to be able to release a, a new Game Pass game every month. It's just like Netflix. The thing is, is to release a new, you know, they released a new movie every two weeks last year. I don't know half of the movies that they released, but that's what they did is to get, to keep the subscriber base. So how does it, how's this going to work Ender, with PlayStation trying to release theirs when it comes to third party? And if they're not going to put their main first parties on, on day one, is that bad for the industry? Does it help the industry? Does one just completely bomb and fail because of it? What's your what's your thought when it comes to the third parties and, and how this works? I think their pass will bomb if they don't put their main titles on it because Microsoft has already proven that the platform works and they make more money off of it and they do it that way. So I think you have to have your main titles out there. Um, I don't know what the launch schedule looks like or any of those things. Like I honestly don't track Sony as close as I should, but... Everyone's looking at this as a win for Sony. This is an even bigger win for Microsoft 
because they're forgetting one key thing is that Sony's cloud service is powered by Azure. So as if Sony goes and does amazing on this, the infrastructure bill they're going to be paying is Microsoft's bill. So Microsoft has no reason for them to fail. They have no reason to crush them or do anything here because they're going to get paid on the back end anyway. They want their cloud service to be the best and get the subscription and the fees, but they also pay for the infrastructure on the other side of the the cloud service that's next to them. Which is always makes so, me laugh when people say the two companies don't talk and they hate each other because. But th- so they it's, use it's, it's interesting. They actually, my guess is the group of people that know about this part of it are very few and in between. Mm-hmm. Like people know that they're on there, but they don't know the deals. They don't know the details because you have to fight. Microsoft has a very hard line on fighting their uh, you know, antitrust laws and anti-compete issues. So like they can't know what Sony's doing on these everything. They can't know the how they're building it. Like those teams are very separated to make sure that that doesn't happen and none of the data cross pollinates. Yeah. Like my and and you're gonna start running into the same. It's funny because you're gonna run into the same issues here when, when if if Sony puts it out that Amazon has with Netflix because Amazon has Amazon Prime, which does a bunch of videos and has all of that. They yeah. also host Netflix. So you have these two competing services where you have like everyone's attacking Amazon all the time. It's like, oh, you know what they're doing. You have all of this. Any big store like Target. Target runs off of Amazon. Like, oh, you you can undercut them because you know their pricing. It's like, does that really work that way? Probably not. But who knows? Like, we don't really know on the back end of what's going on. So if anything, it's going to be a win for Microsoft regardless. And I'm going to keep fanboying Microsoft just because I can. Um, And then at the end of the day, if they don't put their exclusives out there, they don't get their main titles on day one on the cloud service. Why do I want your cloud service? Yeah. I didn't want Xbox's cloud service until I realized all the games are going to be there and it's going to cost me less money. Let me go there. This is awesome. I will pay you every month. <laughs> Even if I decide to take three months off, I'm going to keep play- paying the subscription and not playing the games. But they have to do that. I mean, it basically, no sense not to. I, most of us that are gamers, we probably easily spent money on three to four games a year i mean there's a playstation exclusive that was on game pass before it, it came out on mlb playstation. MLB, mlb the show yeah like, you could play it first on xbox it was pretty funny uh uh shadow your take on this with playstation you know how how is this gonna work well some of what they've been talking about uh, that i've seen is that they're bringing a lot of their older games to that game subscription service and I don't know how many people actually want to jump into something that's PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Like, yeah, Xbox has some old games that we have on there, like Fable and Fable 2. But but it's not are- like when, when the Switch put N64 on there, I immediately downloaded it. Oh, yeah. There's barely, yeah, it's there's barely any games. There. It's like none of these guys have the history in games that Nintendo does. So when Nintendo does it, everyone oh, cares yeah. because it's awesome. When PlayStation does it, like what you're trying to say, like I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit no. when Xbox uh, does it. Who's who's gonna who's gonna play these older games? Like I'm not gonna go back and play like some of the older Xbox games, like Fusion Frenzy and stuff that they put on Game Pass. I'm not gonna play that. I might play Fable because that's got some recognition and it's a good game, but I'm never gonna go play Fusion Frenzy. 
but yeah, I, and they happen. I, mean, I they played it. Fable, though, whatever but. I thought that it was, it is one ridiculously hard. I played it on easy, and the the, the AI was destroying <laughs> me. I was like, my god, why did I like this? This this game is just infuriating. <laughs> so we should have a night of playing this game. That's how infuriating it is. Good. Um, so infuriating. <laughs> so I would love to listen well, for anyone that says for anyone that says that Microsoft and Phil Spencer's Endgame is not to get Game Pass eventually everywhere. They're already rumored that's coming to smart TVs. They're going to have possibly a little dongle like a Fire Stick. It's so. You're basically getting to the point they do not care about the console. You're going to be able to play these games even without being cloud. You can you know, download it a little bit. Maybe it's one game at a time, whatever you need to do. Uh, if it's a smart TV thing, obviously their goal is to get it everywhere. Nintendo is probably the last one that will ever let it happen. Um, but who knows? N- Nintendo beats their own drum, and they have IPs that there's, there's a reason Mario is still top of the food well, chain never, always I, but how long until it gets when does sony just say you know what we'll have game pass and then they'll just sell their exclusives like normal and then you have game pass and if you buy microtransactions through those games on the sony console they get the cut if they're bought anywhere else microsoft gets the cut what's when does this happen Ender? that's got to be their end game right i mean i don't know when it's happening but i think you're seeing a shift in the um innovation company versus the fast follower company. So I think for a while, PlayStation was more of the innovative company with the consoles they were putting out and the way they were starting to get into the gaming world. Like you could say that they pushed the level of graphics they were pushing, you know, they went to, you know, car, they went to discs before, you know, cartridges and then they went to the Blu-rays and then they've always been pushing technology. Um, I think Microsoft because they understood the power of software as a service from their other software products, you know, Microsoft, I mean, Microsoft office proved the software as um, a service model. Like they make a ton more money off of that than they ever did before. They learned how to do that. So they're like, okay, we can bring this to the game industry. We know how to do this, but in order to do that, we need to spread it across everything. You know, you can get Microsoft on every single product in the world that you want to now that has a web browser. You log in and you have Microsoft Office on it. Doesn't matter if you're on a Mac, it doesn't matter what you have. Doesn't matter what it is, you can get a Microsoft software. So, they need to spread that out to everything out there. I think Nintendo's different in that way mm-hmm. because I still want my handheld you know, device. So you're still going to be selling me a console. Now, is that just a dock that I stick into something when I get home? I think that's where we're going. We're starting to see that. And, and like, I'm playing Mario party with my kids. Now they're finally at the age that Mm -hmm. we do it. So we play Mario party every night. Like that's what I expect from that. Can I stream Mario party to my TV? Yeah. Can I play Mario party in my car until we get 5g everywhere and it's working really well? I don't know, but I can take, my handheld link them up together in the car and we can all play Mario party in the car. So I think we are one step away from this being like everything cloud-based. Um, but N- Nintendo will be the last to move. 
Sony's going to be the fast follower behind Microsoft, and Microsoft's going to be the first one through the door. So you think they'll they'll, the they'll put Game Pass on a PlayStation eventually? Absolutely. Why not? Why not? And what about you, think? Shadow? It It's going to come down to breaking Sony's pride. You, you want to know the other reason why? I say, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. But the other reason no, why good. I know they're going to do this is because you can get Apple TV Plus on all different things, and that is the tightest knit ecosystem in the world. And they know that their streaming platform had to get out there in order to compete. So now you can get it on every TV that you want. You get it on Xbox. You can get it anywhere. Instead so of the just their little they did, their box. It's not an Apple TV box. You can get it on anything. It's an application you download now. So if Apple knows that you have to do this, and you have to expand outside of your ecosystem, everybody's got to look at that and be like, oh, if we're doing a service, it needs to be everywhere. Okay, well, Shadow, Microsoft, how quickly? Microsoft's definitely trying to do it, but I don't see it working quickly because PlayStation's trying their own version. It's going to take a while on that version. Like, let's see four or five years out, maybe, to see how well PlayStation's Game Pass does. And if it's successful, it may they may be prideful about it and not let it happen, but Phil Spencer's work, probably working his ass off to make it happen right now, doing everything in his power. All right, so final final topic I want to get into, something I've been thinking about all week. Let's let's rewind all the way back to the Xbox 360 PS3 era. 360 comes out, of course you got the red ring of death, but PlayStation, Sony, all high and mighty, drops their console at this ridiculous, absurd price and it absolutely their their ego was up there shadow you mentioned this that their ego was up there and xbox 360 swooped in and they just took the mantle now i know in the long run playstation 3 sold more at the end but remember they were still making ps3s when ps4s were coming out and there's there's a whole thing there but for the most for the for the for all intents and purposes x microsoft won that generation pretty handedly right now we go into the ps4 and the xbox one era and xbox man did they lay an egg they came out with the they were ahead of the curve you know they they wanted to push this cloud stuff the always on gaming now it's funny that everyone was so against all that but we all play multiplayer games all day long that's all we play that's basically what we are both playstation and xbox even the playstation 4 became always on they just didn't tout it so playstation runs away with it, and then, of course, Xbox, if you watch their documentary that's out, they literally almost, Xbox almost disappeared. Like, Sony almost killed them to the point that we no longer were going to have Xbox, Microsoft was going to turn it in, and then this little kind of brat guy out of the development team ran his mouth, and basically the head of Microsoft was like, sure, you think you can do better? Do it. And that guy now has just been appointed the CEO of Xbox and Microsoft Gaming, which is Phil Spencer. So, Ender... Oh, actually, Shadow, I'm going to start with you. What happened that PlayStation and Sony have this huge lead? They're, they're running with the exclusives. They're, they're running the world, basically. Uh, you know, Nintendo's its own thing, so I don't want to bring them in here. What happened since Phil Spencer took over and they've gone on to make Game Pass? You know, you both brought up good points how they're ahead of it. They make the software. They do all this stuff. What was Sony doing when Microsoft was sitting back just getting dumped on month after month after month after month and now you're starting to see right now especially buying bethesda buying activision what happened what was sony doing that they let microsoft basically get so far ahead 
why why didn't Sony come out with a, a Game Pass thing before? You know, what do you what do you think happened that Microsoft was able to do what they did? And it's almost like Sony, like Ender said, is is going to have to be a follower. They're going to be quick to follow. What happens at this point? Or how did how did we get here? How how did that happen? I think they just kind of looked at it as an oversight. They're like, it's never going to really work. Like they looked at it originally and like, no, that can't work like that. And they just kind of oversighted it and were like, we can live off our exclusives. We can kind of keep our ecosystem to itself. And they kind of let Microsoft just open the door back up and take the lead again with game pass. But, um, I really think it's just Sony as a company was just kind of prideful on what they were doing at the time and didn't see, well, really didn't pay attention to what Microsoft was doing because they were so wrapped up in what they were doing. They were trying to keep their side because what they were successful on, which really pushed the pushed the market apart between the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 was that Xbox concentrated on entertainment, like an entertainment center console. They wanted it to be an all all console where PlayStation's like, no, we're going to concentrate on gaming. Just here's our games. Here's the list of games. These are the games we are making and just pushed that envelope, which really took that lead on a, on Microsoft as a whole, because we weren't pushing games. We were pushing a console and that console kind of flopped <laughs> to say the least. And now it's kind of the other way around where we're pushing a service where they're still trying to push games in a console and we're pushing a subscription service. Blu-ray versus yeah. HD DVD. Yeah. <laughs> it was around the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. To get the, uh, the addition for the HD DVD. And then your your all of a sudden your Xbox wasn't your multimedia player because everything was going to Blu-ray at the time. And Sony picked right. Yep. Uh, so, so Ender, some- your, your, uh, take on, on what happened. So, Two th- in my mind, two things happened. Uh, I think it's exactly what Shadow just said. PlayStation continued to do what PlayStation was good at. They made really good gaming consoles, and they made great games. No one, no one can fault them for that. They've all been great. I, I've got all of them. They're all great. Um. Do I like all the games on all of them? No. Do I like all their exclusives? No, but they make great games and they make great hardware and they continue to do that. But the hardest thing for any company to do is to cannibalize a revenue stream that they have. So Sony has always won and been on top between, and we're not bringing Nintendo into this between Xbox and and then from the three, 360 point we're talking about in selling consoles. In order to go to the cloud and do a service in the cloud, you're going to cannibalize a revenue stream, which is your console. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to build a product that's going to hurt another product that you have in your lineup. There's very few companies that do this well or, or can, can see past that because they get rid of a revenue stream. I hate to use Apple, but I am an Apple fanboy. Apple cannibalized the iPod market to make the iPhone, knowing it was going to be better. They could have continued churning out iPods over and over and over again, and somebody else like BlackBerry or Samsung would have won 
the smartphone device because none of them had a player in the game in the music device industry at that time. But when they saw that they needed to do that and bring the two, they cannibalized one revenue stream, lost a lot of money while they were doing it to make something bigger. Now think about all the money they're making on the iPhones. They saw the future of it. They're starting to cannibalize their their actual um, laptop industry with how good iPads are getting. So they're doing it again. Xbox and Microsoft were willing to cannibalize their ability to sell hard packaged software to you for a cloud service from Microsoft. You know, Microsoft Office, they did that. Now they're willing to cannibalize the sales of the hardware to sell you the service subscription that you're going to pay for every single month and put it on the other devices that we may not need to make. They're willing to do that. PlayStation was never willing to do that. That's why all of a sudden they're fast following here because they're like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe all that revenue that I'm getting from these consoles is not going to meet the number that I'm going to get from all these subscriptions. Hold on. Th this model actually works. And they're starting to see that it works. I and mean, now Net they have Netflix, to follow quickly. Netflix proved it a long time ago. They cannibalized their entire company. DVDs were their company. They have warehouses full of DVDs still that they don't know what to do with. Because you can still like order a DVD from Netflix, which is crazy. <laughs> but but like you can Just still do that. those DVDs. You yeah. can no no chance. You can really do that. <laughs> yeah yeah. They still have one tier, and my grandmother has it. I, I know for a fact because she still has a queue on Netflix that sends her a DVD. She gets one in the mail and she sends it back and she never changed. Wow. Uh, what's the cost on that? I was like $4.99. <laughs> it's way too much for what you're kidding. Can I still can I still play Gamefly? Remember remember Gamefly? Oh, the, yeah, it's like Netflix. I but, but it was Gamefly, the I love that. Gamefly was a little overpriced though, and and I still, still to this day, I, and I, I might be aging myself here. I miss walking through a video shop and looking at all of them. And and there's there's like I was watching Seinfeld last night, and this is the only reason I'm thinking about this. And it had all of the uh, employees' picks. It was that episode where they're looking at all the employees. Like you go in and like, hey, Frank likes this movie. I like all Frank's picks. Let me go pick up this one. Like I miss actually going there and walking through the store. Like I wish someone would just like take a net, like just put pictures on the wall and they're like little buttons and I press it and it puts it in my <laughs> queue just so I can walk there and do something like that. I don't know. That'd be stupid, but still like I miss that actual walkthrough looking at it, reading the back and doing all of all of that. And Cause I just remember doing that with my friends. Like you'd go, you'd pick out a movie. We'd hit Baskin Robbins. That was right next to it. Cause there's always a Baskin Robbins next to blockbuster. And then, you know, you'd, you'd ride your bikes home. You'd watch the movie and then uh, you'd forget about it for a week and have to pay the relate fees. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Wow. Every time. And he didn't rewind it. <laughs> Be kind. Rewind. That's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, thank you guys so much for jumping into the chat on Facebook and everything. Uh, we really appreciate it. I hope you guys uh, come back next Sunday. Also, don't forget this Wednesday, 10 o'clock Central Standard Time is our game show. 
which is around the Discord. We've got Still Snap and Next coming back. We've got Ender. We've got Master Shadows. And a first-time participant, Mr. Kyle Chambers, tries to jump into a lot of games. So he's very timid. I'm very excited to see how he handles the trash talking that is known to be Still Snap and Next. Uh, of course, if you want to find something that's just absolutely hilarious, even if sometimes people don't like him, Last week, when he went off about comparing Al Bundy and Bob Saget, I almost Bob fell Saget out of my... To my Fresh Prince and to, Al Bundy, that was... To Al, yeah. Talking about how Al Bundy was a better so dad than Danny have, Tanner. I, I have I to gone. defend him here. It might have been funny, but he was right. All the points he made were legitimate points. Yeah, he shut down all of you. No, the best part was no, is that I, was I picked like, him. I picked him first because I figured he'd say something ridiculous, dude, And then you guys would have good it. points, but all three of you were just like, "I got nothing." I, he he made, changed my made, opinion. Yeah, I mean, he like when when someone crushes an argument as good as that, you you got you just have to join them. Like I couldn't beat him. <laughs> I had to join him. I'm like, what he said. Like I I got nothing else. Yeah. Uh, you won. He even love, threw out he even threw a Walter White reference out there. I mean, <laughs> I was But thank you guys so much for coming out, Shadow Ender. It was great. And also keep on the lookout if you are still watching or listening on the podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, send us a like, uh leave us a review on the podcast platforms if you're listening to the audio version. Uh Ender and I are going to be starting probably within another week. A, uh, a weekly news show, maybe a little 30 minutes on kind of what's going on in the gaming industry. Uh, that'll be something that starts dropping uh, maybe this week, but po- probably not until next week. We got to yeah, probably next week. We got to get our, our ducks in a row here. But thank you guys yeah. so much for coming out. I'm going to send uh, our channel over to someone that does follow us and I uh, hope you guys come out uh, on Wednesday night. Thanks.